Hey, I got to interrupt here before we get into the podcast. I just want to say congratulations to Seth Fighter. You're going to be able to date the podcast as being recorded before July 16th because we talk about Seth possibly winning the Angler of the Year and being at the last tournament. And anyways, I'm not going to get into it. I'm just going to keep this short and say congratulations, Seth. Obviously, you you guys listening are going to be able to date the podcast, but that's fine. It's a very good podcast still. It holds up. We just had that one little thing in there that didn't necessarily make the transition into Monday. So uh, thanks for listening, guys. Now into the podcast. Here we go. How's it going, friends and family of the internet? Welcome to the Real AF TV podcast, a show about fishing and random takes from the land of 10,000 lakes. I'm one of your hosts, Josh Labar. And I am Tim Wagner. Tim, how you feeling today? I'm feeling pretty good, man. Took the good. day off of work, went to the doctor, got some, you know, just like a regular checkup with some stuff, blood work done, and the doctor's like, you're good on everything but then she's like maybe you want to try a mediterranean diet and i'm like whatever doc (laughs) whatever doc i'm going to home to have fucking pepperoni pizza eat shit mediterranean like what's him i don't even know what that is i know that arby's uh has the euros (laughs) and darth vader says it's a mediterranean taco (laughs) so guess more arby's (laughs) That's what I heard. <laughs> that's what I heard. <laughs> oh, that's great. So today's topics are going to be part one, the fishing is we're going to talk tournament fishing and we're not, I don't think we're really going to get into the pros, but you know how we do. We kind of just, we get a topic, we get educated and then we kind of riff on it. So we'll see where it goes. Yeah. We're going to talk tournament fishing. I actually have it in the document tournament fishing. Oh, one. We will definitely do this more than once. There's no doubt about that. Uh, and then we are going to talk about the Summer Olympics because, God damn, dude, we are so pumped over here in my house for the Olympics. I've already been working on a whole bunch of stuff because we don't get antenna TV for shit. So anyways, <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into that <laughs> in the yeah. second half of Random Take. We're going to talk to Summer Olympics. Uh, so before all that, what do we do? We do housekeeping. You did some housekeeping today, huh? You feeling? You, you told us before we went live. You're feeling your pod space real hard right now, dude. I'm feeling my space because uh, straight up, I had I have cat. Well, I had cats. I had Sorry dual cats. Yeah, but and one guy. of them, one of them passed away. Dasher, dude was the coolest cat in the world. I may have said this on he the was. podcast before, but like Dasher was just you know you come home and he's at the door like a dog and he's and he would talk he'd be like man 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 you're just like yeah what's up dude and then he would eat <laughs> at dinner with us he'd sit in the table I and he'd that. have his own chair and he'd just chill there and every once in a while he'd put his hand up and he'd be like trying to just tapping on the table like hey hey you want you want to pass something my way he's just like yeah dude yeah it's nice yeah, you had <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <laughs> but like he was just—he was just a super cool dude, and he honestly changed my perception on what a cat could be. And yeah, then for sure. My wife got 
um, was at her grandma's house and there was like a kitten that was like all by itself underneath the, it was like late fall and it was like underneath the, the porch there and it was rainy. And mm. she's like, he's like, she's like all by herself. Can we just keep her? I'm like, I guess like, I, I guess cats are cool. And right. then we got it, and I'm like, cats are exactly what the fuck I thought they were. Dasher's <laughs> just the coolest fucking cat in the world. This other one sucks shit. Just, just like hissing all at, other cats. Fuck just you. hissing at babies and shit. Like, what are you? <laughs> you're such an asshole. I can't believe we rescued you. Just we rescued, you, we rescued you, and this is what you give us? We screwed up. I bring you into my home, and you hiss at a baby? <laughs> Ugh. We thought you you were just like, oh man, she needs us. She needs right. shit. She will <laughs> She's murder a wild anything. Animal, baby. She will murder anything that comes close to her. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyways, he was having some issues towards the end, and and they would have accidents here and there, and mm-hmm. with him gone and it being more manageable, I tore up all the carpet, and I got. Sensies on and stuff, and it's just smelling nice down here. I don't Your smell nothing. Just fucking Ooh. vibing, just feeling it, dude. Got, just feeling it. Got a little bit of burr up in her. Talking like Nelly now. Nice. Whoops. <laughs> I didn't see that coming, but all of a sudden, I didn't either. I didn't even out. mean to do it. it. Just came out. <laughs> I don't even. Neither of us were really big Nelly fans, so I'm not sure. Right why i said that <laughs> next podcast all of a sudden i'm <laughs> gonna be wearing a band-aid on my face for no reason <laughs> what happened you got no. something on your face there what happened yeah i can't say anything with an er without saying her <laughs> you're there and her and her and... that was a flash in the pan moment that that was there it wasn't <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a collective thing. Like everybody's just like, "What are you doing?" Mm-hmm. And he's just like, "Oh, yeah, it's kind of stupid, huh?" Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna go make yeah. some country songs now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Get that money, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the let's get let's get into the housekeeping of the podcast. Uh, Tim was gesturing to see to say how cool Dasher was. You people. Yes. On patreon.com slash real AFTV, real with two E's, could see that because that's where we're putting the video version. The video version will be public soon. I promise. I know I've been saying that for a long time now. I feel like it. But um, I was editing the video and I saw your video feed coming over and what it was feeding in. And I was like, shit, I got to, I got to, I got to come up there. We got to, we got to do a live one together and I got to edit your, your video. You look good. It looks fine, but it, it could use some improvement. So just hang in there, guys. We're fucking in beta mode, okay? Go over to patreon.com slash realaftv. You can still get the video podcast for $1. That's all it takes. But hey, if you can do $50, you get a custom painted lure from Real AFTV. And I really Mm want to fucking do that. So somebody sponsor us at $50. Come on, just one month. All you have to do is do it for one month. Yeah, one time. That's it. Just one month. We just want to do it. For Maybe we'll just have to do one and put it on social $50 media. $50 a month. You could sponsor our podcast and help a starving artist. I know. A couple starving artists that just want to make it artists. doing podcasting. We're not starving artists. I'm just trying to be We're funny. 
we're 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 got, fine. We're enough. guys. We're fishermen. That's what we are. Yeah, we're doing all right. And then I kind of fucked up the split this week. the The, the week this is coming out, the week before, I fucked up the split. So. I apologize for that. The split will be out. You guys will have it Friday night. Well, why am I? It's already past that. It's fucking Monday. What am I talking about? I'm an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) I fucked up the split and it didn't drop on our normal schedule. That's my bad. Uh, I just, it was an oversight on my part. And I just want to apologize on the podcast for that and say, I'm doing my best to stick to 40 and 40. Obviously, housekeeping, us talking at the beginning. Hey, whatever. We're going to do that. That's us. We're just being us. But I'm trying to keep the minutes at 40 and 40 for the topics. So that way you can be a little bit more uh, scheduled around us. A little bit more what to expect. Yeah. So I'm working on that. I just want to get improvements out there. Let everybody know, hey, we're always working. We're always trying to get better. Let us know in the comments and, you know, hit us up on TV. Sorry. And let us know, you know, is, is 40 minutes enough? Are we going into the two-hour mark? Is that okay with you guys? Uh, we get long-winded sometimes, don't we? Yeah. It's easy to do. <laughs> it is. Me and you are I really... Say, I should say it's more, like, not hard to do. Yeah, not for us. It's not like we're trying, though. We just kind of... Like, just like the beginning part. Right. I mean, the, none of that was planned. No. We just talked we're about, We're 10 like, minutes in diff- and almost... Yeah, we just talked about six different things out of the blue. Like, hey, this thing and that thing and these other things. <laughs> right. But don't forget, we're always on our normal schedule of every other Monday still. So we're going to be there. We're going to, uh, even though I screwed up the split. So, Tim, let's do it. We're nine <laughs> minutes in. And we are going to start the fishing topic. Tournament fishing. I have one question for you is yep. how much research have you done in your fishing lifetime on tournament fishing? So I haven't done a lot of research on tournament fishing. I know kind of what it takes, I guess. I know like when, for the most part, when they want you to be there, when they want you mm-hmm. to be out, like how how you do your stuff. I know everything it takes, like what I need to have to tournament fish. Oh, but I okay. also see that like I get intimidated by trying myself right now because I see people that are trying to tournament fish that have like 30 rod and reel like the pros have like 30 rod and reel setups and I'm like I have like I have two baitcaster <laughs> reels and I want and when more. you say the pros I mean you're you're talking like watching BASS like you're yeah, watching talking, Bassmasters yeah, so, I'm talking yeah. like legit pros because I mean if you do the math on those and lowball it at $150 a piece. That's like $4,500 worth of rods and reels, not counting the line or the lures it takes to put on them. Sitting and that's on a either side ball. of them at any moment. And yeah, you said lowball at 150 for a rod and reel. Lowballing easy for saying 150 Jesus Christ, dude. I spent $40 on a new... So our, our buddy Sam, our mutual buddy Sam, we talked about him before on the podcast. What up, yep. Sam, if you're listening? Um, Oops, he bought cheers. us he bought us some yeah, cheers, buddy. Um he we talked about him on the podcast before and he bought us fishing rods for uh his bachelor party. Yes, very uh, cool. The tip of mine ended up 
getting busted off in an unfortunate SUV packing incident. Mm, um, that shit happens. I got a lot of broken tips. <laughs> and so I, I went to replace it because I I was like, I love this thing. I'm just going to go replace it. And I think it was like, I, I think it was like 40, 50, 60 bucks. I'll just say between 40 and 60 bucks. I'll just say yeah. that. Right. And I was like, yep. holy hot damn. This is a nice, nice fishing rod. Yeah. How the Jesus? And they're talking. You're talking low ball, one fifty for these pros. Low setup. ball, Daiwa pros, Shimano pros. The like, if you are fortunate enough to be a legitimate Daiwa pro, and they're giving you their top of the line stuff, which I'm assuming they're giving to you, mm-hmm. and not you go out and buy because you probably go a little bit lesser. I, I don't know. If you're a pro at that level, maybe you're buying whatever. But a Daiwa Steez rod and reel setup is about a thousand dollars. It's five hundred dollars for the rod, five hundred dollars yeah. for the reel, and at that rate, with thirty rods and reels next to you, you have thirty thousand dollars <laughs> worth of stuff. You have a nice truck's worth of money sitting on your left and your right side in your boat. Yep, and that's just Holy the stuff on your boat. You also have to buy a boat, and then. All the electronics mm-hmm. and all that other stuff, and just, mm-hmm. but like I could get away with not having all that stuff. But mm-hmm. there's such when you're looking at a time scenario, there's such an advantage to somebody that has all the rods and reels and setups that they want to use, plus having the proper lines to do each technique. When they're just like, "This isn't working," oh I think this will work, and to be able to switch back and forth just like yeah. that. Don't mind and my I'm, keyboard just like vig- vigorously taking notes of like other topics that we have to cover <laughs> throughout this episode. <laughs> so just like watching everything that they do is intimidating to think like I could just go out there and try to do it with what I have. So that's one of the things that intimidates me. Like I've never felt like I have even the gear. Like, yeah. If I mm-hmm. could have just enough rods and reels to get by with like the techniques that I prefer to throw, not to have okay. like every single thing in the boat, but if I can have like a good 10 setups, that would, that would be a different That's story. Sure. I mean, 10s even. So if, because I've watched a lot, I started, when we started the podcast, I started watching a lot of professional fishing. Not that I hadn't caught it every once in a while before, but yeah. like now I just, I, I try to follow it because it's genuinely caught my interest, right? It was an effort mm-hmm. to be better at the podcast, but it also is just like, huh, pardon the pun, but when you, it, it hooks you. Yeah, dude. It, like when you start watching, you get hooked. And, mm-hmm. and so, uh, yeah, there's, there's more than five reels on the right and left-hand side of almost every single one of these Bassmaster pros. Oh it's, yeah. They... And you're saying like, if I had 10, I'd be cool. And I'm thinking there's probably seven or eight on one side of yeah. the boat Yeah. <laughs> when you're watching Bassmaster. Right, because they Holy have everything. Fuck, dude, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, because they don't just have like all the different rods and reels set up with each technique. They have like each technique, but then like subtle differences. Like, yeah. oh, he chased this bait. I'm throwing a reaction bait out after it to try to get him to bite because he didn't actually chase you know he chased that one but he didn't commit maybe he'll commit to this one 
Yeah, and you see that you know? all the time when you watch mm-hmm. the pros. They'll just be like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> like they'll yeah. hectically drop one, grab the next one. It's almost like they know right where the fucking thing is too. Like, yeah, it's almost like here's what's on the far right, and here's what's on the inside right, and then the next one in on the right hand side and left. And it's like they all, it's like they know where to go. Like you just said, it's like if they find a chase and it doesn't bite, but they saw the fish, they like it feels like they just drop it and go and grab and they like they know what the next setup is where the next up it's like they don't even look it's crazy it's like a quick draw that's right that's one thing for them too they're so most of them are so damn organized because Mm. they have the money to have all the gear to make them organized like they have all the nice trays and all the nice setups and stuff. I got mm-hmm, mm-hmm. my tackle box. I got a bag that holds some soft plastics, but that thing's busting at the seams. And I'm normally <laughs> carrying around like a regular like Fleet Farm, you know, plastic bag with me, holding a bunch of sure. extra shit because I most likely just yep. bought some stuff to go out that weekend. <laughs> that happens it's a got lot. The, the plastic bag. It's still got the the Fleet Farm. Yep, yep. Let me get this out of the bag. It has the receipt fucking flying out right. with it. Yep, yep. <laughs> I know. I fished with you enough. Yeah, right. <laughs> every time. Every time, dude. I got new shit. Almost every time. Because it's always like, sometimes I forget where it is, too. I'm like, I know I need these hooks. I think I got some someplace. I don't want to look. I just want to go buy more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so well, I heard one of the crazy things because I was, they were um, in the, this. So the Monday that this comes out. Yeah. Was, was it the week prior or are we already two weeks behind, man? It's two weeks ago already. Whew. So they were just up north. The Bassmaster just came up north finally. They were on, um, they were over in New York. And that's where mm-hmm. the smalls come out. The smallmouths come out. And yep. uh, it's a whole different game. Like everything changes. And and Seth Field, sorry, Seth Fighter. Yep. Uh, here, Minnesota boy. What up, Seth? Hopefully yep. you're listening. Ooh. Yeah. Hey, let's hope so. That's a wish. Anyways. Uh, yeah. No, he's super <laughs> awesome to, to watch. And he's like really in the fight for Angler of the Year. So it was like a really good weekend to watch. But the, where I'm going with this is like they're talking about all the different people and where they're coming from. And like Takuito is from Japan and, you know, he's coming yep. over here. And like there's just like there's an Australian guy and I can't believe I can't remember his name right now because he's super cool. I love listening to him fish. Uh, but, uh, they were, you know, going, they're jumping back and forth and just talking about everybody and talking to everybody. And then they just go like, I didn't even see Hank the whole time. Uh, Maybe he didn't come up here and fish, but Hank Cherry, the guy who just won the Bassmaster classic for the second time, you called it the super bowl of fishing. Yep. They said, they talked to him and they said one of the biggest things that he now has going for him is he doesn't have to worry that much about the financial strain of being a professional angler. I was like, whoa, yes. holy shit. This guy just won the Super Bowl for the second time and is just now, just yeah. now. I'm like, fuck, man, yeah. fishing needs to be bigger. <laughs> well, one of the things with him too, winning it for two times in a row, you're one of the, you've cemented yourself as one of the all-time greats. So now you're going to get more deals. You're going to get more, like there's big personalities that will get sponsorship and be able to sell more stuff. But Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. greats that fish well, 
normally have a line of stuff that comes out like people start paying attention to what they're using oh. more. So then you have, you know, like Kevin Van Dam has stuff. And right. Mike Iconelli has yeah. stuff and like all you these. You can put big your name, name you yeah. can put your name, you can put your stamp on something that keeps mm-hmm. selling. Yeah, because you'll mm-hmm. you'll work in cahoots mm-hmm. with somebody. Like Kevin Van Dam, yeah. all yep. of his stuff, at least it was. I haven't looked into his stuff recently, but it used to all be quantum. So okay. Like quantum rods, quantum reels, and stuff. But you could get yeah, all the yeah, Van and he Damme gets a chunk was, of every sale too. So yeah, like and, that's, it, well, that's and it was like, like stuff. It's legitimately stuff. stuff that they like work to design. Oh, where he's like these are the rods that mm-hmm. I want to use. These are the reels mm-hmm. that I want to use, and then they're just yep. like that's perfect. We're gonna give you all this stuff. And we're also gonna like mint all these mm-hmm. and sell them everywhere, and everybody can use the exact same shit you're using. Right. So that's yes. what gets people excited. Like I'm using mm-hmm. the same thing as the two time Bassmaster champ. Hank right. Cherry. Right. Plus what a dope name. It's so marketable. I know, dude. Him like, and Seth have the most marketable names like in the history of sports. Dude, Fighter is so good. He's got like all his baits are like Cage Fighter and, and the the <laughs> stealth fighter and the you Hell know, just, yes. Yeah. It's so dope. That's so good. They're so, that's so good. And, and, and yeah, and I didn't, I didn't mean to say like these guys are just cashing in on like the perpetual selling of a rod that, that, that I didn't, I didn't mean it to come off like that because I know that they're like in the lab with the R and D team. Like they're, they're taking oh, this stuff yeah. out into the field and they're working on it. And like Hank will come back with real genuine feedback. Like, oh ah, yeah, it was a little stiff on this yeah, one. I don't think exactly. you should. And yeah. you know, like, they're, they're really yeah. doing their work and then they're yeah. getting the like four percent of every sales or right whatever. they're they're out there tuning it because like i said they're tuning sure. it for themselves they're like right. i need this rod to be like this i need you to make it like this because i need it for this and right. then they'll come back and they'll just be like yeah that one you know and that's mm-hmm. like some of the first ones that i remember doing it that were like widely marketed were um Oh fuck! I can't think of his name right now. They were black and yellow. Skeet Reese. Skeet Reese. Oh, okay. Would have his line that was selling at Walmart, and they were black and yellow, and they were the honeycomb uh, technology. Okay. Um, by Wright and McGill, mm. and they had specific techniques. Like the mm. rods were made for the techniques. Like this one's oh. for jigging. This one's for like you know spinner baits this one's for right, whatever right. yeah and they, he was legitimately like tuning everything like i want it for this and then they'd make it and then they'd stamp it like this is nice. his you know jigging whatever rod. yeah this and, is his j- yeah oh that's sick okay yeah well we got a little bit on a sidebar because i didn't want to go that far into the pros but that was a really good sidebar because what it it what it did is it it really outlined sort of the financial strain of being an angler, which we've talked about in our hobby podcast, yeah, already. So go look at that. The cost of a hobby. I mean, we did. It was it was just a really good podcast. Just go look it up on YouTube. Uh, and w- this is not a hobby anymore for these people, right? This is this is their profession. And yes. I started thinking about like, oh my god, and and this is why I brought up the tournament that where Bassmasters now up north because almost everything is fished down south, and it's not that they don't move around a lot on the south but like uh i saw some people on twitter that were driving from like central texas to northern new york right and they have to drive luchador 
headlocked. That's for you Patreon video people. Go over to patreon.com slash realaftv, real with two E's, and check us out. One dollar. You can unlock the video. A luchador just headlocked my bottle cap off. (laughs) (laughs) But the travel, too, because that's the thing I think that a lot of people overlook with fishing. And I wanted to talk to you about, um, because we have 10,000 lakes, there's water everywhere. And turns out mm-hmm. there's a ton of tournaments, which we're about to get into here. But I wanted to ask you is because we're just normal people, I guess. I don't know. That sounds so stupid. Let me rephrase that. Uh, I'm going to edit that out. I'm not going to edit that out. <laughs> Too much work. Uh, let me rephrase that. Is traveling two and a half hours on a Saturday is still a lot to do pulling a boat and then fishing all day. Mm -hmm. So think about someone from Texas. You can't fly that boat anywhere. You literally have to drive across the country with a truck because your boat weighs so much. You need a truck. So like that, just the travel and then you have to lodge somewhere, right? Like you have to find somewhere to stay because you just left home with 24, you know, 12 hours ago, 24 hours ago. And you were, and you drove across the country with a boat in a truck. Yep. Is that for us, even, even you, you know, being in the middle of the state, is that play a factor in, in this whole situation? Like, you know, when you had a big bass boat and you have a truck, you could pull it, but like, yeah, that's an extra layer. Well, I look at it like this. Like, some people don't look at certain sports as athletes. Right. Yeah. But they are. Like, it. you know, it's... Fishing that long and that hard can be pretty physical, it's sure. it's not to the same especially extent. bass fishing specifically right yeah yeah because you're casting a lot you're moving a lot you gotta covering you water gotta, you're the waves are moving and stuff your muscles are definitely feeling it if you're mm-hmm. on the lake all day trying to hold still and whatnot right. but like when you compare it to other sports mm-hmm. if you're a basketball player somebody's paying for you to go to the other team's stadium. Mm -hmm. Somebody's paying you to do absolutely everything you do. Mm -hmm. When you're a fisherman, you're Mm -hmm. paying to drive there. You're paying to, you know, for all your equipment, unless you have sponsors and stuff, which, you know, that's, that's the key is to get the sponsorship. Right. Yep. But also like when you're starting out, you're also paying to even be entered in the, in the tournament. Could you imagine if like you were a football mm-hmm. player or a basketball player and they're and just you had like, to pay $250 just to yeah, get on the field. That's $30,000 for you to play this game. <laughs> like, well, shit. Like, right, I guess right. I'll make like 260,000. So yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'll do it. Right. Okay. I'm in, I'm in. Yeah, I'm and that's in. a perfect transition because one, I don't want to get too far into that because that's actually another topic that we are going to get into. That is, we're going to get into that topic, not today. So I'm going to cut you off and say that is the perfect transition to there are fees actually for the tournament, uh, the the people holding the tournament. Did you know that? For the people holding the tournament? Yeah. So like in, in Minnesota, the, and I, I kept it to Minnesota because it's easy for us to research, but the Minnesota DNR um, collects fees based on your tournament. 
like hmm. the size of your tournament, you have to give the DNR like $250 or something like that to even hold a tournament. And it's a way of them sort of regulating to keep tournaments at from just getting crazy, right? So that there's not too many yeah. tournaments. So yeah, you actually like the people who put on the tournament. Yeah. Um, they actually have to pay a fee to the to the DNR, which I I'd have no problem with. I'm just like, damn, dude, did you know that? If I did know that, I don't remember it. Yeah, like <laughs> I knew I knew that you had to like clear it to have like a legitimate tournament. You couldn't just be like, We're having a tournament today, you know, like if it's between right. your friends or whatever, that's different. Right, right. Of course, hundred percent. But like yep. a legit tournament where you have entry fees and stuff, I knew you had to like clear it with them, but I didn't know that they would take a chunk of your money. Yeah. Yeah, they do. So it's like, you know, you this many boats, well, you have to pay this much, this right. ice. And, I, I, you know, I could look it up. I have it here, but it's not important. I just wanted to bring up the fee. Like, you know, this part of tournaments goes towards conservation, which I was like, oh, shit, that's very different. I didn't expect that to yeah, happen. I didn't um, know. And in Minnesota, we ha we call them ice fishing contests for the most part, right? Wouldn't that be the word you would use? I mean, I hear tournaments used a lot too. Yeah, and during ice so, fishing. Yeah, because I guess okay. it depends. Like the contests, I think are more. I don't know. They're your casual, right? Yeah, because they're like I guess tournaments are more like when you're like legitimately out there trying to catch like the biggest fish, and there's a lot of prizes for that. Like there are contests yeah. where they're mm -hmm. just like the 432nd place gets this prize. <laughs> So you're just completely right, right. random, like you're fishing yep. and it might not be the best day out there for you, but it doesn't matter because your one sunfish put you in perfect position to win their ATV because, you know, right. it's it's yep. all just it's it's all a lottery at that time at that point. Right. Yeah. And like we have an ice fishing contest here in Chaska um, and it's actually really a fundraiser for the fire department. I assume it's registered. I didn't look it up because I didn't make it to December. <laughs> it's a long yeah. list of tournaments but that was the thing that i wanted to point out is like tournaments are all year here in minnesota if you wanted to be a professional angler you could i really think you could even like even full-time not a full-time i think with a family and a full-time job it's really hard but if you yeah. wanted to be like an a, make money being an angler on the weekends only i think you could do it dude uh, did you know that I, bass pro shops and cabela's has like big money tournaments in the state yes you did okay. yeah yeah because there there's legitimate like there's never been a shortage of big money tournaments but like we were talking about mm -hmm. with the buy-ins and stuff yeah i'm mm -hmm. not dropping 2500 dollars with my couple of rods and my glorified paddle boat to go up against <laughs> these like sixty thousand dollar boats with yeah twenty thousand yeah. dollars worth of electronics and another twenty thousand dollars worth of rods and reels, like not saying that I couldn't outfish them, but they have a pretty right. big advantage going right. against them, and I don't want to risk that money. Twenty five hundred dollars right now for me and a lot of people yeah. is quite a say, big chunk of money. It's yeah and. And even the small tournaments, I'm like not even confident enough in, well, I shouldn't say confident enough. It really comes down to currently, I don't have a legitimate boat and I've never really ever had mm -hmm. a legit boat, something that I would be comfortable with trying to fish in a tournament. 
No, I had I had an old. Um, yeah, your old bass boat. You didn't. You wouldn't be comfortable with that. Well, I like had that. A, nah. That one was okay, I suppose. But okay. it also like when the conditions weren't perfect, the wind, the waves would come over the back pretty easy, and yeah, the way sure. it was designed, it it's not built like the best boats now where the, if the water comes over the back, it's not that big of a deal like this. The water was coming over the back and going directly in the holes where like all the cables are. So all the water is coming in the back and going directly under the into the floor. And I'm just like, <laughs> all this water is going directly <laughs> into the boat. Like it's not right. Right. None of sure. this is washing away, <laughs> but yeah. Oh, so shit. Yeah. So it was it was that boat. Um, also, it didn't have a like super reliable motor. Never quite did. So that's another mm. thing. Like I don't want to yeah, go to because... a track where I'm like, <laughs> right. Like I just want to drive up and. Because so. there's there's launch times and there's there's like check in times and like you have to make those in a tournament. I mean that's all there is to it. Is like you yeah you know your busted ass motor. Sorry. It's it's not an excuse. Like rules are rules. Right. I'm just like that's how yeah. it is. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I'm like just knowing mm-hmm. I'm not trying to enter this into a tournament. And the and the Bobby that I had before that was like a it was nineteen seventy something Alumacraft. Like Yeah, I mean it was just a fishing boat. Not to like I'm not saying it yeah. was it's junk, but like those no, are just right. it's just like think of an old guy fishing boat. That's what it was. It was just a, like a yep. hand-me-down style fishing boat. It was perfectly yeah. fine. Got you and, fishing. Yeah, and I but like and I caught a you lot just of don't fish feel comfortable entering a Lake Malax walleye tournament. Right. With that that's shit. yeah, and that's sometimes I did think about it. Yeah, like, man, how good would it feel to like show up and have people? Just that's be what like, I was gonna say, dude. You could load this fucker be... here with this boat, and then you just be like. Yeah, I don't really know what I'm doing. And then just like skip a fucking jig under a dock like a boss. I don't know. (laughs) How do you use these things even? (laughs) What's high score mean? Did I break it? Yeah. yeah. What what does that mean? What's high score? (gasps) Did I break it? What is that new high score? I don't know what that is. Is that good? Right. (laughs) Just like get like a 23-inch bass. You're just lifting it up. Wow. Hey, how come none of your guys' fish look like this? Is this a... Did I catch... Is this the wrong species? What is this thing? <laughs> should I throw it back? Should I'm I not sure it? if I should keep... Am I is this wrong? To, yeah. Do you guys have live wells? Where do you put... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, I... <laughs> So I was going through these tournaments and I saw the Cabela, like Cabela's and Bass Pro Shops has like a big walleye tournament. It's $650, which even that, Tim, you were saying 2500 earlier. And I'm just like, so this tournament has 50K. 50K is the low end. So you can just look up these tournaments. They just post them. Like the DNR just has all the registered yeah. tournaments. I, I didn't do. know that. And I was like, holy shit. So I looked it up. And, you know, it's just like, hey, here's a walleye tournament. And it says the estimated prize. And it's like 50K to 99, 99K. Just short of 100K. I'm sure there must be some sort of weird tax thing. Anyway, the point being is like, wait, so you're telling me I can spend 650 bucks and I can fish the whole weekend and there's a possibility of winning 50K. Dude, 
if I won 50K in a weekend, that'd be my job to work one day a week. <laughs> I would definitely quit working yeah. for that year. I'd be like, for that whole year, right? I you win that see, 50K, you're just like, yeah, later. I will see you guys maybe next year. We'll see maybe how next week goes. Lose. I don't know. <laughs> I have a couple of good weekends here. I'm never coming back. <laughs> this weekend has me set for the rest of the year. Right. And I'm going to go see how the rest of this shit goes. So, <laughs> peace, dudes. I'm gone. I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, when you see something, I see something like that, and I'm like, okay. I could scrounge up 650. I, I know I could never win a tournament, but it's also, this was a specifically a walleye tournament. There's different, there's so many different kinds of tournaments some around, of those, but like. Some of those two have other qualifiers. Yeah, there we go. Like, That's yeah. exactly what you bring to this podcast, man. Like you bring all the stuff, but okay. <laughs> tell yeah. me more. Yeah. So it's not just like some of those you're not allowed to just enter like you have to be invited mm -hmm. so you have to yeah. win other small time tournaments yep. to ever be even close to eligible yeah. to fish these bigger ones it's not like any joe smo joe smo schmo joe flow po he smo mo <laughs> i don't know it's not like just any flow yeah it's not like any fro bro can just show up and uh <laughs> and be like here's my 650 dollars i'd like to try to mm -hmm. win your ninety nine thousand, please <laughs> right 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 exactly okay yeah that makes so, it and, and especially with the big names of bass pro shops and canals yeah, behind it you know that, right that like that right away makes me go well yeah of course that's how that fucking works Duh. You right think of that it's like no i didn't fucking think of that because I don't think of that stuff. That's that's well, why you're here. Some of them, some of them too. Like those prizes aren't uh, like to one person. Sometimes there's teams. Yeah, I actually so saw a couple, got, couple of those. Yeah, so you got a two person deal. So you're gonna split that down the middle, right? Or whatever you guys come to agreement with. You know, every once in a yeah. while, I see people on Facebook that are just like. I'm going tournament fishing. I need a partner. And they're literally really? just like fishing out there for partners. Even they're just like, really? Hey, I need somebody to come. And then you have like 40 people that are like, I tournament fish all the time with my brother. I do this. I do that. And everybody's just like, yeah. But a lot of times <laughs> like, I want to be fucking ask for that. I ask for somebody who wants to come fishing yeah. with me. A lot of times I just want to be like, I've here's my resume. I've, I've never tournament fished before. I have a couple but, rods and reels, and I will show up with a grocery bag full of shit. Full of brand new shit from Fleet Farm, full, baby. Full of brand new shit from Fleet Farm. They'll just be like, did you just buy all this? I'll be like, yeah. Have you ever been fishing before? I mean, yeah, but you got, I like new stuff. I got new things. <laughs> trust me, dude. They're going to catch fish. It's okay. Just trust me. I'm catch fish. <laughs> I, that, I oh looked at the weather. I saw what I want to do this weekend and I went and bought what I want to fish. Like, that's what right, I did. Right, right. <laughs> like, trust me, this isn't my first fucking roadie. Yeah, I just never done this shit before. This is going to work. Like, that's why I went and bought this because I know that this is going to catch fish this weekend. Oh my God. We should make you a fucking fishing resume. As soon as you said that, I was like, dude, I want to make a fishing resume now. Like, we need to make real AF, real AF TV needs a 
Tim fishing resume webpage. <laughs> Here's my resume. Yeah. The biggest Dude, fish I seriously... I've ever caught was accidentally, or not accidentally, but unintentionally. Uh, <laughs> just, uh, and I just like have to buy it, stuff from Fleet Farm. Just have it be the funniest <laughs> resume ever. <laughs> just like I've had a couple of boats. They all break. I have a glorified paddle boat right now. It's got a top speed of four miles an hour. If your boat and I once live fished while my buddy was live playing video games. Yeah, and we got there a little bit too early to hit the crappie spawn. But I did catch some bass, and that's what you're looking for a partner for. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Boom. What up? I was trying to catch some crappie and I caught a bass. And yeah, even when I'm not trying to catch bass, I catch bass, bro. What up? <laughs> Put me on your team. <laughs> Have you ever heard of the Minnesota Bass Federation before? Mm-hmm. That sounds familiar. Okay. I don't want to say that like I have for sure, but sure. I, you know, I'm on the different like fishing Facebook groups, so I'm sure okay. I've seen it floating around there. But it's not like something where I'm just like, "Fuck yeah, dude, I'm part <laughs> of it." And then all of a sudden, I just like lift up my sleeve and I got a MN Bass Federation tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> No, I got you. I, I just, I looked them up or, or like, I just re- was researching tournaments. That's what we're talking about, tournament fishing. And I saw the Minnesota Bass Fishermen, uh, Bass Federation. And it was, it's like $250. And I'm like, oh, that's doable. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have like 10K to 24K. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's totally reasonable. And I'm sure there's like an entry fee to get into the Federation because um, that's, how I saw, I, I went into a little bit more in depth and we'll get into them next on some of them, but they have like an entry fee to, to get into like the group. And I was just okay. kind of like, is that what Bassmaster is? Like, do you have to pay to be a Bassmaster member before you could actually be a Bassmaster tournament fisher? Like, is that kind of what be. like the bat, is that what these groups are? Is that a thing? Maybe. Have you heard of that? I think you have to be part of Bass to become like any like to fish for bass but to be a bass member is like a 30 dollar fee and they send you a free hat <laughs> so and a sticker yeah and a sticker and actually an iron on patch i have one. Oh, that's right yes yeah, i remember seeing those as a kid I, my you, uncle must have yeah. been a bass member i don't have anything like maybe onto a life jacket or something i have one. Oh yeah might have a couple. That's a good idea. I've never put it on anything because I don't know what the fuck to iron it on. <laughs> <laughs> right. You, nope, you make a good point. But I, yeah, I just, anyway, the Bass uh, Federation, the Minnesota Bass Federation, I just wanted to bring them up because I was just like, huh, $250 and they have like 10K, 12, 10, 24K winnings. I was like, oh, well, that's totally fucking doable. Maybe yeah, we should do sure. more research into them. Uh, but also, do you know? What these winning, because you said, you know, earlier, the, you like a fishing contest, 437th place. They just pick a random number and you right. so happen to fall. And then you, you end up winning the, you know, like ATV because <laughs> you yep. got 447th place. It's totally random. It's a lottery with yep. these. Do you think, or do you know that like 10 K is a split? between fifth and 10th place and then the winner actually gets a full 24k and then third place gets like a split like do you know have you heard looked far enough into tournament fishing at all to know that 
I think it's a pretty significant drop off from first to second place. And then it gets mm. like slightly less as you go down. Mm-hmm. But like top 10 normally makes you, you like normally gets you paid out. Okay. So oh, like you're okay. making you're making your money back and then some if you're in the mm-hmm. top 10. So like if it was like, you know, $30,000 total, you know, payout or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's probably like 20k for first and then like second place is like 5k. Third yep. is like 2 and then yep. each way down, you know, and it might be mm-hmm. like the 5 through 10 are all in the same realm. You know, because nobody really yeah. bitches. Like, I got six and I made the same amount of money as the guy who got eighth. You know, <laughs> right. Like, you're just like, this yeah, is... you. none of you yeah. won the whole show. You know? <laughs> right. Yeah. So I, so I, I do. Don't, I don't know 100% sure, for sure, but mm-hmm. like. That's, just kind of what you've seen. Just yeah. Piling around. Sure. Yeah. What, I, what I've seen is like first definitely gets a lot. And then mm-hmm. you got those other ones. And a lot of times the smaller time tournaments will uh, have a payout for big fish too. Which oh, right. A lot yes, of times yes. there's like always the, a big fish prize yeah. or something like that. And a lot yeah. of times you get doubled up when you're the winner. Cause a lot of times your big fish is one of the reasons that you're in it's, that top 10 spot. Right. It, it, right. it does happen sure. where somebody gets the big fish and that was the only when they caught, they were tossing giant baits all day. Only got oh, one bite, and but it got, got them bait. that check because it was a monster fish going for their monster lure. Right. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, the So I looked up this. This one I did a little bit more research into. Greenhorn Bass Tour. I was like, huh. Well, that sounds like something that is really interesting. Because... They're actually kind of a lot. I feel like our values, like real AFTV values and Greenhorn yeah. values, and I don't want, like, I'm not speaking for them. I've never talked to these people before. But I'm just saying, I read their about us, and I feel like it lines up a little bit, like, where they're just like, we want to teach people how to tournament fish. That's what this is about. It's not about, okay. like, it's not about coming out here and making money. It's not about coming out here with your Garmin and your brand new Skeeter and your, you know, <laughs> And your thirty thousand dollars worth of reels, and and making fifty grand in a weekend. It's right. about it's about getting part of the green, getting part of the greenhorn, like group, and then going tournament yeah. fishing. And they actually had a they had a team date, and I was kind of like, fuck, we should look into that. Now I can't fish for shit, but you you have taught me how to fish. Like I can fish when I'm with you, right? Like. I yeah. feel like you're really good at being able to tell me how to fish while you're still fishing. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. As long as, I, was, I mean, like to your credit, as long as people can like take direction, like mm-hmm. a lot of fishing is getting where the fish are and knowing how to fish and being like where they like using the right technique. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when it's like bass are here, Mm-hmm. I need you to cast out and do this. Right. And then you just do what I say and it works, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. No, that's and, pretty much the majority of my adult fishing <laughs> has yeah. been that. Like, I mean, we we went fishing that one time, um, me, you, and your wife. And mm-hmm. your wife, I was like, here's how I'm catching it. 
do what I'm doing. And she mm-hmm. did. And mm-hmm. then she pulled in the Northern. Like, hey, that yeah. cast. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It was awesome. <laughs> I remember that. So, it's, you know, it's, and not trying to be like, I'm a great teacher. I'm just like, here's no. what I'm doing. Do what I do. And then it works. Right. Yeah, yeah. So. No, you can break that up, dude. Fucking yeah. it, it worked. <laughs> Makes you a good teacher. That's my opinion. <laughs> uh, but so going back to the green, the 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 um the greenhorn uh, bass tour, it it's around the state. It it kind of goes around the state, and um, it's got different dates. That's what I mean by it goes around the state. It goes so I feel like it's actually a little tournament. It's all contained here in Minnesota. Well, like a little it, series. There we go. Thank you. Yeah. That's exactly what I was looking for. Yeah. Yes. It's got stops just like the pros, but it's all about learning. In fact, it said in in one of their points is if you fall into this and it was, you know, it was like insert. If you end up being the winner on this lake, if you end up being the big fish uh, champ of that lake, like if you end up getting the big fish award of that lake, it was like, you know, insert your little what you won if you end up being that you have to tell the group how you did it oh it's like like that's the mentality that that they have and i was like fuck yes dude because we've talked about that before how like there it's different when you're a pro when you're like in the mlf yeah you're 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 playing for real money right mm-hmm. like this is your livelihood so i get it you want to protect secrets like okay yeah. i get it you want to hold well, tight you don't want too many crowd in your shit to to that too some of them are like trying to get like for their sponsors hmm? where they'll lie and they'll be like i caught them all on the berkeley jerk bait or whatever oh. there was there was there was a famed one where i can't remember exactly which fishermen what they were but they were just like i've been catching them all on this and yeah. all the people that know the baits so well, they're just like, for sure, you were using a mega bass, this or that. Like mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. all saw it. You yeah. caught all like, your fish. You're we an HD. The dude. Tape. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're an HD. You, we you can were tell. not yeah, we you you were not using the jerk bait you said you were. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. I never even thought about that. Yeah. So yeah, okay. So even more not to be like dismiss okay. Very interesting. But any, so yeah, that, I thought that was really fucking cool. Again, like how we kind of align with the, the Greenhorn tournament is like, we, like you literally have to teach, like you want other people to get good. You, it is about learning and just having fun. It's about learning how to tournament fish by being taught by people who know how sort of, but are also learning. Like I was like, man, this is fucking sweet. Right. Plus just making it a tournament makes it funner. Like for sure. People like to play beach volleyball for like Mm -hmm. recreation, which is cool. But there's always like tournaments at a bar where it's just like you and like five other friends that you had. Yep. Where they're just like, we're going to go enter into this tournament. And it's not like any of those people are like, we're going to be professional volleyball players. It's just right. fun to have a tournament. You know, you're part of the bracket. You get to move yeah. up. Like, it's just, yeah. it makes. The, the, the competition it, makes it more yes, fun, even if you're not the fucking like, dude, we're going to fucking win. Let's get out there. We're going to go right. fucking kick ass. Like, you don't yeah. have to be a shithead about it. It's right. just the competition pushes you to be better. Right. Not. 
Yeah, it pushes you to be better. It gives you something to drive for, and that's to mm-hmm. keep going for the next thing, the next bracket. I want to go there. I just, I just want to do that. It would be fucking super fun to win this. Mm-hmm. I want to do this. I'm, I didn't. I've never heard of this before. I 100% want to do this. Oh, well, fucking hey, dude. We'll next time we hang out, we will look more into the Greenhorn Bass Tour for that, sure. That sounds like the kind where they're just like, we want to teach people to tournament fish. That t- feels like the kind that I could show up in my little game fisher mm-hmm. and just be like, I'm here, bro. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> let's like let's do get this. around. Let's let's fucking let's give it a shot. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, it was it's super cool. I, I mean, I th- it, it seems super cool. I hope that the people of it and maybe we're going to find out uh, like maybe you're going to find out. We'll find out. I don't obviously you'd come and tell us. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Um, and it you know it had decent money too. I mean it. I don't remember the exact entry fees, and I didn't write that down because I was more focused on how they were learning, or like how they were teaching people to fish. And there were different brackets too. There's just like there's the amateurs, and then there's like the people who could be probably fishing some of the bigger ones, but they're still trying to get their chops real. Right. Almost like I like a I like to watch. We like to on over here my side of the family. We like to watch. Uh, like local baseball, I guess. Like on Twitter, oh, I follow yeah, the Northwoods. Yeah, like okay. the Rocks up in St. Cloud, dude. Remember when yeah. we went to that game? It's yeah. mostly like the college kids have nowhere else to go, but they got to keep sharp because college, you know, college right. balls, the step before the pros. And it's almost yep. just like going to that. That's what they're, they were. They're still learning. Yeah. Yep. They still could be better. And there's, yeah, and there's there's a middle ground before that even. This, what sure. you're describing in the fishing is, sounds like the, even the earlier stages of like how Glencoe had the brewers. You're like somewhere between yeah. high school and yep. college. Right. Yep. So, yep. or even after, like for instance, here in Chaska, we have a local, this is townie teams, right? Like mm-hmm. we'll play, we'll play Chaska and we'll play Excelsior and we'll play Waconia and we'll just like all these townie teams around us. And there's like 45 year old dudes on there that just have always played ball. Yeah. Right. They're just like, I was they're like, never... they're good at playing ball. They understand the game. Right. Yep. But like, they're not pros. Yeah. I just, I, I, it might not even be that it wasn't like a talent thing. It might just be like this other, you know, how we're talking about the tournament fishing. Mm-hmm. Where they're just like, I really enjoy this. I do not mm-hmm. have the commitment to play an insane baseball schedule and travel all over the world. I want to be home right. with my kids. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> right. So <laughs> exactly. And that's the yeah, that that's exactly one of the things with like what we were talking about at the beginning is like, what does it really take? And with the lodging and the driving and like full time job and having that is like how do you even get into it because when you have a family and you you know you want to spend time with your kids and your wife and your family and you also have to make sure to pay the bills so you need that full-time job it's just like damn dude how do you pull the trigger like right there's so much to toss around but hey there's a lot of tournaments out there where it said that the winnings were over a grand I'm super curious if that is all the time. So if you're from the DNR and you run this tournament fishing thing and it says, hey, winnings are a grand plus, it's like, is that one person winning the grand or is that split up? Like we were talking about earlier between like, that's all the winnings. Right. That's the estimated possibility of winnings. And we split that between the top 10, you know, 
Yeah. So if you're listening yeah. with the Minnesota DNR and you know the well, answer, please contact us. And a us. lot of a lot of those tournaments where they're smaller too, they have less entry. They they have less spots. So I think some of those only pay out like the top three. Like yep. you're only getting sure. a check when you're in the top three because there's yep. only like 20 people in the tournament. Like so your mm-hmm. odds of getting that top three are pretty high. Are higher, sure, sure. Yep. So, and just because even if you could make a grand in a weekend, you'd be like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, <laughs> right. right. <laughs> yep. Like I can get and a part-time did, job now. And did, I, we don't really talk about this before <laughs> we do the podcast. A little nope. bit of, little bit of behind the curtain stuff. Did you have anything else you want to talk about before we got into the next segment? No, because otherwise, I was actually getting ready to wrap it up. What, what do you got? What, what I'll touch on real quick is if you're thinking about getting into tournament fishing, like I know I was talking about like, oh, I'm intimidated. You can try to go out there with like less rods and reels. It's just you lose a little bit of time t- tying on stuff. Mm-hmm. But a couple of things that I know that you should definitely have, get yourself a culling system. Culling systems are like the different colored. If you ever watch the pros, they have different colored balls and they have like little hooks that will go on the fish's lip. And most of the culling systems come with a scale. Some of them they don't. If you don't have that, Mm -hmm. then you got to get a scale. But you weigh your fish. Mm -hmm. You have like a blue ball. You clip it on the fish. You write down the blue ball's weight. You know, put them in there. Mm -hmm. You get all your Mm -hmm. other fish. And then you can be like, all right, blue ball's the smallest one. Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. you go and catch another one. You're just like, oh, this is slightly more weight than the blue one. So then you have all these fish. So instead of just like eyeballing him up, like which one's the smallest, you just mm-hmm. grab for that blue ball, toss him out, clip toss the new it. blue ball, mm-hmm. and get yourself a bass bag. Because oh. I have seen people go to tournaments and bring their bass to the weigh-in spot. If it's that type of tournament, some of the newer ones now will measure your fish beforehand. Yep. So yeah. like you weigh in, MLF you take and- a... Yeah, so you yeah, like, like the MLF is photo. just like when official weighs it right there, takes it down, throw the fish back. Yeah, right? and a lot of the small, yeah, and a lot of the smaller time tournaments, I think, are less like that because they need to, have, you know, you can't really go on the honor system with some people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you need to bring your fish in to have a weigh-in at the end of it, get a bag because the bag will have water and you can put your fish in and bring them up there and they'll be safe. I've seen people just put a bunch of fish in a net. And oh. you look like a real shithead showing up like that. <laughs> showing up with fish drowning in the air. Yeah, fish, like no water. You just have like five right. fish in a net. Everybody's just like, quick, what weigh the... this guy in because he's just right. killing these like, fucking fish. He's killing these fish. The goal is to get them back in the water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so that bag and the culling system, I think, are your two biggest things that you need to tournament fish. Besides that, you just need your gear and you can go out there and try with whatever you got, you know? Yeah, sure. But those two, I think, are the biggest key components. Plus, yeah. having a live well, you know, like oh right, you yeah, well, be able because to you were talking the about the culling system, and the culling system is completely dependent on the live well. And back to the bag, the right. bag is a portable live well. Yes, the idea is have live fish, right? Right, right. Yep. Good. Yeah. Fuck yeah, man. Good advice. Good way to end tournament fishing. We are definitely not done with that topic. We will, <laughs> we will come back. Uh, to that at a later time but for now that is our time 
we are going to move into the random take uh part two we're going to talk about the summer olympics the delayed summer olympics in tokyo japan hit it yeah Yes, and we're back from the break. It's the Real AFTV podcast, a show about fishing, random takes from land, 10,000 lakes, and we are on the random take, Tim. We are going to talk about the delayed olympics the summer olympics that are now the 2021 summer olympics sounds like it's gonna happen i mean everything's on schedule to happen yep they're already having exhibition games and whatnot with the basketball team and yeah where are the basket where where are the exhibition games happening i'm not 100 sure where they're actually happening okay but i know i saw one they're just like oh whatever team shocks us and it's like it's an exhibition game like nobody from but, the NBA is there right now. <laughs> well, even if they are, they're not trying. Like, even, right? It's an exhibition. Like, yeah. is it? I'll be shocked if we lose an actual game. But they're probably if we lose any basketball game in the tournament at all. Yeah, they're probably. We should go just, undefeated to get the gold for basketball. Oh, we should for sure because. Yeah. Because LeBron James just released Space Jam, so yeah, fuck, he's gonna be riding high. Well, dude, the U.S. with most sports, we're the best of the best. Like this is where everybody aspires to go to, regardless of where you're at. You come to the NBA if you're a top basketball player, regardless of what Mm -hmm. country you represent you come to the nfl regardless of what country you're at if you're trying to play football you know like so and especially you know since we're talking about basketball it's like if all the best of the best come here Mm -hmm. then for the most part we're you know we have the best players but it's pretty rare that you have not i shouldn't say really rare but it'd be really rare for i've Oh, back up. Start over. (laughs) Restart. (laughs) It is not rare for a good basketball player to come from a different country to play in the NBA. Right. It is very rare for them to be a lot of them coming from any one given country. Right. And that's what I was saying. The majority of the kids in the NBA are from America. So you're dealing with the majority of the NBA players versus. You know, the rest one, of the world, one star NBA player going to play with the rest of his team that weren't good enough to make mm-hmm. it into the NBA. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yes, that's perfect. That is exactly that is the, exactly the best way to put it. The the I know what you're saying and, and we're not going to get on a rant about this, but there is well, hockey, that is a mm-hmm. definite exception. Yeah, but that's also winter. That is not, but it's not to say we're not top three or even gold medal contenders because we are right. again, like the majority of the NFL's uh, NHL is still, but when you got Canada, Switzerland, Finland, like you right. have these hard hitters that really come at you. But that brings us back to the summer Olympics also, because there has been a steep decline from everything that I've been seeing in just 
baseball in general, just, just getting people to play baseball. And yeah, we've normally owned that space normally, Mm -hmm. but baseball's back. Baseball and softball are both back for the Tokyo games. And all I can say, the notes literally say, um, yeah, Japan. Right. As I was going <laughs> like, to say, Japan was pushing for it. They're just like, yo, for sure. How are you going to, we're that. not having an Olympics here unless you put baseball back in. Right. Because Japan is all about baseball. Oh my God. Japan loves baseball. As, as Americans from the outside looking in, they love baseball. Mm-hmm. You can look that up. It's easy. <laughs> they love baseball. They love baseball. And so, yeah. So I'm just like, huh. I mean, nobody stands a chance in softball. Nobody plays softball like we do. That's I, I can almost yeah. guarantee that. I talked to the guys in the neighborhood quick coming back from our softball game this week. And it was just like, yeah, no. America, no. it's just like you're handing America a gold medal. But in order to have baseball, you got to have softball, right? The men play the baseball, the women play softball. Yep. And dude, you know Japan wants that fucking baseball <laughs> gold medal so bad. Oh, dude. It's probably the only one they care about. <laughs> that <laughs> they're just like, you fucking ain't right. We won the gold medal in the one sport that matters. You know, <laughs> right? Yep, yep. They they're just gonna get that gold, and they're just gonna be like, fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm really curious if Cuba. Well, Cuba's going through a little bit of a revolution right now. Well, it's Cuba. pretty cool. Uh, it's crazy. But yeah. anyways, that's not, so they should still show up for the Olympics is what I'm trying to say is because the Olympics are scheduled for the 23rd uh, already. So that would be Friday after the podcast launches. Like if you're listening to this on Monday, the 19th, when it launches, then Friday is when the Olympic Games are scheduled to start. They go all the way through August 8th, which I'm I was just like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. seems short, seems long at the same time, I guess. I don't know. Right. There's just so like much two, of it packed in because, yeah, it's like two weeks, right. but it's like constant. Right. <laughs> exactly. It's just like constant. And that was that's always been my favorite thing about the Olympics is like you could be having a restless night and wake up at like 3 a.m. Yeah. Oh, live live Olympics. Bitching. Yeah. Just put on whatever. And you have no idea the what you to get. You, you watch. Yeah. You watch some sport that you never thought you'd be watching. Yeah, all of a sudden like, you're watching handball and you're like, I'm a big fucking fan of handball, yeah. dude. This is the shit. And you all caught it them. at 3 a.m. on a Saturday. All of them. On a Tuesday. Yeah, you've seen them like, I don't know exactly what they call it, but you see them like slalom, one-man kayak rapids. You're just like, <laughs> what is this? They're just like so fast and making a turn and they're just like, oh, he missed the buoy there. And you're like, right, he did? Right. What is he trying? How is this? <laughs> you, he's got to go... And all of a sudden they like paddle upstream to go around a different flag. And you're just like, how does he know what he's doing? This is nuts. Right. <laughs> you just, and you sit there and you're just like mesmerized and you're, you're mesmerized and you're watching for 45 minutes straight. And thankfully these commentary, these people doing commentary are really good. And you're just like staring at the screen very intently. Yes. Listening to every word they say, because you're trying to figure out, what the fuck is this man in a kayak? Yeah, doing? you're trying to figure out what's going on because you're watching it and you're like, okay, he's turning and then he, oh, he's going upstream now. And then he, but he's got to go. He just do a figure eight? He's got to, I get it. He's got to stay between the blue and the red. Oh, shit. No, he just went around that blue one to the other side. 
How? What? What's going on right now? I don't get it. Yeah, I know. I, I wish they it's had. So I wish they had Madden to do that stuff. <laughs> like, I I so badly want him to have the pen. You know, they say eighty percent of the game is half mental. Yeah, <laughs> just the same shit like that. He's just drawing lines at where he's going. <laughs> hey, he's going up here, and he wants to get around the the blue thing, and then the. Boom, he hits the hole and he gets it. Yeah, yeah. Just say, like, we're doing the same shit that he's doing at home. (laughs) Right, right, right. We're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's doing the, he's just doing it with authority and a pen. Yes. And, and, but also (laughs) saying, but he's not explaining anything. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Uh, The goal here is to do it better than the guy before you. So he's going up here, and then he wants to go. Bam! And then, no, if you if you get if you're the best, you get the gold. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just like all right. You're like fuck yeah, dude. I get it. I, yeah. Madden's got me in the exact same spot I was when I started watching it, but at least I'm having a good time. <laughs> but I'm enjoying every minute of it. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. I wake up in the middle of the night just to watch that shit. Set my alarm for it. <laughs> my, my alarm goes off at two thirty in the morning. My wife's like, "What are you doing?" Madden is calling extreme kayaking or whatever the fuck they call this. The one man upstream kayak. The one man it. upstream. Who knows what's going on kayaking? <laughs> uh, to to keep it in the the fishing realm for a minute, uh, there was a lot of before the official list got announced. There was a lot going on with the the fishing community because fishing has been trying to get into the Olympics for several Olympics, is my understanding. Damn, I didn't know and that. Yeah, I was like, oh shit, and it it was just funny. So like, if you, I don't fuck know, do if, you make it like, no, they were being serious. They were definitely being serious. I'm just like, I'm not saying that they're not, but how do you make something that has so much luck to it be an Olympic sport? Like everything else is 100% skill and what you can do with your body. And if you train, like you can be the Mm -hmm. best. You can be better than this person. It's 100% who's got the drive, who can do more. Yeah. Yeah. And to have it be skill, like uh, just have it be like there's skill, but also luck is just that seems crazy. But to think, yeah, that I still have a chance, a very slim chance, but a chance at being an Olympian. an Olympic athlete that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Hell yes, dude. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> what a great outlook. But also you're touching on a lot of stuff that we will get into on again in the tournament fishing. You're we're that's going to be a later topic. We're going to save that for a later topic about sports and stuff like that. So I'm not going to engage you in that conversation right now and I'm just going to move on to Japan's still in a COVID state of emergency. Let's just bring it down. Let's take bring the podcast down. down a notch right now. that's serious though like they're in a state of emergency and it's just like we're doing the fucking olympics anyway so i don't think there's actually going to be any people in the stands i've read a few articles i think it's still mixed up i don't think they really know what's going on but i was just like wait what 
they're in a COVID state of emergency still, and they're just like Olympics, fucking yeah. do it. Which a lot of countries are too. But anyways, it was just something I had to mention because I f- couldn't do this topic without being like, hot damn, that dude. It's crazy for them to just be like, we're still doing it. We've put it off for a year. Right. We don't care if there's anybody in the stands. We're getting it done. I wonder. Oh, yeah. That's so crazy to think that, I know. you know, like some of these people might not pass their COVID test. Right. And the I know. Olympics only go for two weeks. Like, uh-huh. do you just be like, eh, Switzerland's out of it. Right. Coughing like a motherfucker. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. And they've spent their whole life building up to this. And the Olympics comes once every four years. And then this. Uh, yeah. And then they fucking catch COVID. It's like, oh, my God. Could you imagine? That would be Fuck, so the worst shitty. way to lose the Olympics ever. Yeah. Rather go out with a busted leg like Conor McGregor. Is he retiring now? Right. I don't know. He was still talking shit. That was the craziest leg break I've ever seen as far as like... I didn't look it up. Well, the leg break wasn't that gross or whatever, but a lot of times they break their leg and then they're like grabbing their leg and they're like covering their face on the the gurney going out. And like he broke his leg and then Joe Rogan brought a microphone into him so he could talk shit about how his opponent's wife was in his DMs. Oh my God. <laughs> and I'm just like, what? With a fucking broken leg. Dude. Yes, he's got a broken leg and he's just like, hey, your wife is in me DMs. I'm just like, what the fuck is happening right now? Oh my God. <laughs> he is a psycho. <laughs> just nuts. Oh my God. All right, back to more wholesome content <laughs> <You're right. laughs> so we're still super excited for it i've been looking up ways to watch it over here because our antenna works but it doesn't work and it's it's fucking stupid um but uh so i've been looking up a different way and i think that we can get peacock like the streaming service peacock mm. i think we can get that and that will have the olympics the whole time so i'm like fuck yeah i don't care i'll yeah. pay for two months of that shit if i have I, to i wanted to say that Peacock is free, but there is like a subscription version. Yes. So I haven't even looked into that. I yeah. actually just figured that out. We were watching our, we were watching Shark Week on Discovery Plus. There we go. Hey, yeah, okay. plug. Hey, give Ooh. me a free month of Discovery Plus. Yeah. And we were, and I was like, hey, so I think Peacock's free. So we should turn that on, I guess. And then see if right. we have to pay for it to watch the Olympics. Yeah. Because I'm also wondering, just like we were just talking about. Am I if I pay for Peacock? Am I going to get like the 4:30 extreme kayaking live from Tokyo, Japan, with Madden? I hope so. <laughs> I hope so too. So yeah. I don't have the answer for that, which is no, not a great I should, topic. I to should be look about. into it. Yeah, I should look into it too because also like I seen, like not trying to plug it or whatever, but the Boss Baby movie is on mm. Peacock, mm-hmm. and yep. I think that's one where you have to pay for it. You know, like the boss yeah. baby's hiding behind the paywall. It's not like we're right. just going to give you it's not just a on the freebie. Mm-hmm. big movie sure. for free. But my son right. wants to watch it because yep. we watched, they made a TV show too of that. Netflix. They did a Netflix deal, right? Mm. A Hulu deal. No. I can't remember who's on. It might be Netflix. I can't remember who it's on, but it's definitely not the same. 
characters, not the same people that voice it. Right. Yeah. Like there's, Will Will's not doing the fucking voice of Boss Baby. Dude, there's I looked at the actors. There's two people I recognize. The rest, like, and they're yeah, they're just people that you've seen in movies. Right. Like the biggest yeah. name they have is the German guy from Pitch Perfect Two. <laughs> That's the biggest name they got. So it's That's not really funny. Yeah, it's not like it's a right. It's a list celebrity yep. still doing the shit. Right. But didn't All mean right. to didn't mean to get no no side, we sidebar. That's what we do. We sidebar. <laughs> yeah. Well, then, hey, hold on. A don't second. you I, get since we're sidebarring already? I gotta get off of this since we're talking about animated films and stuff. And I was gonna talk about it last week and then I forgot. So I gotta talk about it. Oh, okay. Uh, just real quick. Mitchell's versus the machines. Have you seen it? No. See that fucking movie. Everybody see that fucking movie. It's a great fucking movie. I can't believe <laughs> the weirdest sounding movie I've ever heard. And it's fantastic. I loved everything about it. What is it called it. again? Mitchell's, the Mitchell's versus machines. It might not even be. Oh, I don't know if it's know the Mitchell's versus the machines or if it's just Mitchell's versus machines. Yep. We started, we started it on our like fall asleep on the oh, couch. Yes. While we put the baby away. sort Fan. of situation. Fantastic. I absolutely loved it. It's on it's a Netflix movie. Yes. And yep. oh, I, I know what you're talking about. We I seen rec- it. Like I, I said, we did actually hit play on it. Yeah. So our Netflix probably if you were to see our Netflix profile, it would say watched. I would tell yes. you. No, I put nope. the baby to sleep and I listened to her cry on the monitor and when she stopped crying, I fell asleep. Yep. That means I made it four minutes into that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Watch, I I highly suggest it to everybody, and it's not just me that liked Damn. it. It has ninety eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Holy shit! Yeah, it's it's I I don't want to talk about too much, but it's got like a right. different animation style where mm-hmm. it's like something yep, between. Yeah, it, just check it out. But then also, like the girl creates like videos so there's these weird cuts in parts where all of a sudden like it's a completely different animation style for like a real quick i don't really know how to explain it but if you watch it you'll understand what i'm talking about there's like yeah they change the animation style from like the 3d right well yeah it'll be like it'll have like 3d but it'll have like 2d parts where it'll have like all of a sudden like hand-drawn style things on the screen yep. that she would have done herself for the like videos yeah. that she would Fuck make yeah. and Damn, then just the cool. concept itself it's like you learn really fast so i'm not spoiling anything that like the rest of the world is incapacitated it's been taken over by robots and yep. the only people left are the mitchells and they are just like a normal dysfunctional family and they are put in charge of saving the world. (laughs) (laughs) That is awesome. Yes. Nobody, nobody has any special, like particularly special skills. Right. I just love the storyline, everything about it. I was so impressed by it. I honestly tried to watch it again where I'm like, buddy, let's watch this again. But then he was just like, "Eh, let's watch, you know, like, why yeah, can't you like this? Else. Like, you like Frozen. Why do I got to watch Frozen 400 times? <laughs> why do I got to watch times? Frozen over and over? I want to watch <laughs> this movie. Damn it. Yeah, and Raya's good, too. Raya came out on... Yep. Yep, check that it. one out. Yeah, that's a good movie, too. Yep, that's a good one. Okay, back to the Olympics. Yep. 
we're just gonna do a whole animate. We're just gonna have dad animated movie talk one time in this anime. Well, I mean, <laughs> we already did that, but that's why I'm like, we just gotta throw yeah, these out we'll there again. again. People, <laughs> we'll do it again. You guys need to know, man. You gotta see it. It's true. Anyways, you gotta see them. They're not just for dads. Ah, uh, okay. Back to the Olympics. Three hundred and thirty-nine medal events. It's one of the biggest in history. I was just like, yeah, that's a lot of medals. Because think about it. That's the medal event. That doesn't count how many medals there are because there's like synchronized swimming where there's like 10 people and team gymnastics where there's like 50 people or however many. I don't know. It feels like there's 100 different people on those gymnastics teams. So there's just 339 medal events. Think about where it's like baseball, right? There's going to be at least 11 people getting a medal. Yep. Yeah, the basketball team too. There's five on the. I think there's eleven up people. Mm-hmm. Five on the floor plus all your backups. I forget how many backups there are. There's either five or six or maybe seven. Who the fuck cares? It doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, in baseball is not. I just said a random number for eleven because like that's not how many people are on the field. But like you got to have a couple backup pitchers at the very least, right? Like you can't have just one person pitching the whole time. Yeah. Like, there's. I bet you a baseball team is like twenty people or more deep. If you can get that many, right? <laughs> there's yeah. going to be a lot of damn medals. Oh, and going there's out. there's so many team sports. There's right water during chicken. the summer. There's tons. Did you say water chicken? Yeah, water pollo. Oh yeah, <laughs> pollo. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Spanish joke. I'm American, bro. I, I don't say their words. Water? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's polo. Everyone. But yeah, of course. Like you have, yeah, you have like and team handball and uh, yeah. And in, in fact, yeah. there's a there's a new team ping pong that uh-huh. is going on. It's like a men and um, um a man woman combo team. And I'm just like, there's so many damn new events. It's crazy, dude. The extreme sports are coming back. This is really funny to me. And I just put this together right now here on the spot. Skateboarding is in for the first time, which I'm super pumped on. I love skateboarding. Yes, Hell yeah. Go skateboarding. Too. Yeah. Nagano. The Winter Olympics. Mm-hmm. Japan. Nagano, Japan. Yeah. First time snowboarding was in the Olympics. Mm. Fuck nice. yeah, Japan. Yep. Japan's also, always trying to throw stuff in that they can win at. <laughs> we got we got good snowboarders. Put snowboarding in. We got good right. baseball players. Put baseball in. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know how their skateboarding game is. I don't know. Assume I don't, I don't I'm really assuming either. we're gonna see one really good one. I know the yeah. rollerbladers oh, sure. are off the fucking charts. They're ro- yeah, that's right. When the rollerblading was hot, dude, the Japanese rollerbladers were nuts. I remember they that were doing sure. like ridiculously insane like gymnastics shits. Oh yeah. It was like, crazy. Yeah. Like, the X Games just, I think, eventually dropped rollerblading because it was just like, I think we've taken it as far as it can go. Um, they're going to yeah, kill you, themselves if they. Yeah, do you really. More. Can. There were like triple backflips yeah. going on. To me, it's like skiing, like big air skiing. Yeah, it's just like more flips and more rotations. I get bored with it, and but then you do see like, it's like a triple backflip, like twelve forty or you know whatever yeah. it is, and you're just mm-hmm. like, holy shit. I can't believe he <laughs> right. was able to find the ground with all that rotation. Right. Like, is that just pure <laughs> luck or what just happened? Right. Like, you just hug it and hope stuff. for the best. 
<laughs> for real. And so with skateboarding, there we're not likely to see anything like that because you know how the the big air is like the new thing in mm-hmm. X Games, like the big air skateboarding. Yeah. That's not in there. No, this is they call it park and street, but really park is more like bowl skating. So it's going to be like it's going to be like the the flow skating. I I think from I didn't see a video, but I read the description, and yeah. you know like flow skating when there's just like a park. A skate park that's built into vert, essentially. Yeah, it's like a bunch of it's like a bunch of concrete bowls put together. It's bowls like all, connected. Yeah, yes. It's like if if people aren't familiar, it's like a bunch of emptied out swimming pools with like smoother transitions. But there are some yep. hard edges, which they call the coving still, because there yep. are grinds that they do. But yeah, it's a bunch yep. of great rolling hills that they can just like you said just whoosh yeah they flow they just like pump it's just like they never have to push they just keep themselves going by like pumping their legs and moving their upper body and their shoulders yeah and just getting that momentum constantly going and they jump out of the pools oh and and there's so many yeah there's so many things so close to each other that the real creative mm-hmm. ones start doing gaps that nobody else has even thought of like they're going from point a to point b and nobody's thought of taking that line. You're just like, holy shit, I can't believe yeah. you jumped from there to there. That was right. gnarly. Like, that's where yeah. you're getting For- the style points is those giant, crazy gaps. Yeah, when you're, like, clearing the deck the deck of the pool, as you, like, the best mm-hmm. way to describe it, right? When you're, like, gapping yeah. the deck from one yeah, pool to the other. Yeah, you're, you're like, jumping oh, to your shit. neighbor's house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. That's what it looked like. So they called that park. I mean, that's not what I traditionally think of as park, but like, hey, man, whatever it is, I'm sure they're going to have some rails in it and stuff like that because there is actually a street competition. That's what they're calling it. And that's what I would normally call park because it's all set up. You know, there's like stairs, there's gaps, there's and people are going to have to push around on that for sure. Right. Yeah, it won't be. I mean, sometimes you know if they get a good flow going they don't sure. necessarily you know if they set it up well they'll be yep. which is part like, of that competition yeah for sure. well there'll be some like your vert. line that you take yeah because you'll, you'll figure out a line to keep you moving so you can get mm-hmm. more tricks in mm-hmm. because it's just it's just like figure skating at that point as far as like mm-hmm. the pointing like the scoring goes sure. like sure. he's like because they kind of see what they're going to do He's going to mm-hmm. put this there. He's going to do this there. His run could mm, get him this mm-hmm. amount of points. I would think an Olympic setting would be like that. Yeah, because the judges have been there kind of watching warm-ups and stuff like that. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, I, that's a really good point. I bet you that is how it's going to be. Yeah, because I think... But I was, I'm, I'm pumped. I hope, that, I hope to catch that because it's big. I mean, I've watched enough X Games that... Like I've seen a lot of it. It's just going to be cool. It's always cool to see it in the Olympic setting. Yeah, like snowboarding's done really well. I'm I really hope that's curious now that I soon. said that. Like I don't know how any of that works. Like with the figure skating, if you watch the figure skating and you have the announcers, they're always like, "All right, she's going to do a triple dipple followed mm-hmm. by a flipper nipple or whatever." Like, <laughs> I don't know the names of any right. of that shit, but. Like they know exactly what she's about to do or mm-hmm. he's about to do. 
Mm-hmm. And then they're just like, oh, he was half rotation short on that one. That's going to cost him a point. Like, do you mm-hmm. have to submit that? And if yes. so, in street skating, do you have to? I'm going to do a tray oh, flip no, over this gap. Like, I know you, I know that that's not how skateboarding not works, but in the Olympics, like, right. I don't know. I'm going to do a tray we're, flip we're gonna over have, this dude, gap. We're seriously going to have I'm to gonna, watch to find out. Yeah. Gonna, that's a really good question. Actually. Cause that would be super cool. Like not cool, but funny too, where he's like, I'm going to nose blunt down this rail. And they're just like, yeah, he did a salad there. That's going to cost him a couple of <laughs> points. Like <laughs> liar. Yeah. He's, he didn't quite get what he was trying to, he landed it a little bit uh, wonky. I don't know. Right. No, but you're actually making a really good point because, um, not that it's easy, but it's possible oh, hey, to imp- <laughs> <laughs> seafood chimney. <laughs> Oh, I discovered a seafood chimichanga tonight, and it was life changing. It was so good, but I've been having those. <laughs> that's oh. the backlash. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, this <laughs> is <a> skateboarding. <laughs> yeah, skateboarding. <laughs> but no, you make a really good point because part of extreme sports is like not just not falling. And so if it doesn't feel right, you can adapt on the fly. You could like literally adapt on the fly where you're like, right. oh, my feet are in the wrong spot. I was going to do a kick flip to front board. I don't have the kick flip. I just don't. But I can land a front board all day. It's bam, right. You throw a front board down this rail and you just land front board. Looks clean as shit. Right. But. If you did have to submit a run, that's a mistake. I I hope that's not what it is because it's all about freestyle and just doing what you want. Like that's always been what skateboarding is, right? But right. very interesting thought. Yeah, that's what when I said it, I was just like, hmm. But maybe I'll have to look into it. Yeah. But I, I just hoped I hope that we I can catch it live. I'm gonna try to. Oh, I want to. Um, well yeah, me too. It, do you have any idea what the time difference is like in Japan? Yeah. Like what is the what is Tokyo? What's the time in Tokyo? Yeah, like <laughs> if we're trying to, to yeah, like if we're trying to catch it live are they doing uh, stuff? Right. I know is what you're it saying. the middle of the night for us when it's their day. Good. Okay. So I'm not going to I'm going to go on a little bit of a side not a it's not a side note. So now we can get all the information we want, just like instantaneous almost, right? Yes. Um, because we can just go on Twitter or Facebook yeah. or whatever. And, and people from Japan are posting shit as it's happening. Right. They're right. So we, I remember this from the Rio games because we're, we're big into the Olympics. We were actually house sitting during the Rio games. And this was, you know, however long ago. And sure, Twitter was already what it was. It was a real thing. So that was, to me, this was like the first time the Olympics really were getting broadcast live, even though we couldn't watch them because you know that the big events, they get saved up for primetime. Sure. Even though they happened, you know, like six hours ago. Right. 
they get saved up and they show them at 6 a or 6 p.m. over here in the States. I try not to get into that part of it, but I do wonder how they're going to handle it now with like streaming services and DVRs. And you have a, it's a very good question that you're asking. Um, but to answer your question, let's see. Tokyo's only about, oh, I don't know. 12 hours ahead of us, 12, 13 hours ahead of us. Like it's the middle of the night here and it's the middle of the afternoon there. So it's like perfectly fucked. Well, that's the perfect time for us to be though. Like we wake up at three in the morning and we catch live whatever. Like the dopest sport is like when we wake up in the middle of the night. Yeah. But yeah, they're like literally on the other side of the earth from us. Yeah. Pretty much. It's like three o'clock in the morning. You just turn on to see LeBron dunking live on some dude. Oh, shit. <laughs> no, you he know just who I am? on someone from yeah. Latvia? Who I am nice. excited to see play um, is Zach Levine. Zach Levine we had on what? the Timberwolves for oh, a while. Okay. And then he got traded in a shitty deal with Jimmy Butler, who fucked us. If you fucked us, Jimmy. <laughs> we traded away a lot just to get know. him. And then he was like, I don't want to play with these guys. Wah. And then oh they, god another one of those yeah well and it might have been like some of the players faults here too but at the same time it's like we traded away a lot of shit to get you suck it up make your money and stop being a whiny bitch jimmy i lost a lot of respect for you in that deal because you fucked us dude but uh <laughs> is he in the olympics i don't think so he could be i don't know mm. but like um James Harden, loser ass, decided to opt out. They're like, James, we want you on the team. And James is like, I only know how to do two moves. And then everybody's just like, <laughs> yeah, you should probably stay home. And <laughs> so Zach Levine got to go. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of extreme sports that made it in this year. Like surfing made it in. I was like, oh, shit, you can surf in Tokyo? I didn't know that. No, it's 45 miles from the Olympic Stadium, which, I mean, whatever. Yeah. But, hey, they're surfing in Japan. Of course there is. It's a fucking island. Yeah, it's an island. One side's got to be good. <laughs> right. One side's <laughs> got to be good, right? <laughs> that also is reference. That's a fishing reference, too. You can Yeah. read the island. Read the... Read the... Anyways. There's lots of good fishing in Japan. Freshwater, oh, yeah. Freshwater and... I think the world record bass comes out of Japan. Oh shit! Yeah, you said that. I think yeah, you might have like said that. Twenty-two pounds, dude. It's just a monster. Jesus Christ, that's huge. Yeah, like the eyes are bulging out. Like it's like ate so much that his eyes can it barely. So much stay that his, his eyes don't even fit his fucking just head like, anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I felt like that once after. Uh, Seafood after Jimmy. A buffet, but <laughs> after <laughs> seafood. <laughs> but my eyes never popped out of my head. Um, no, so there's yeah. Anyways, there's a lot. But basketball. There's a new basketball. Did you know that? There's a new version of basketball in in the Tokyo Olympic Games. They're playing three on three. Oh, three on three Olympics. Yeah, dude. Or twenty one. I put that the notes that I put. Or twenty one. 
or 21, as we would call it. It's first team to 21, dude. It's just three on three half oh, court basketball playing, playing like that, 21. Like half court, three on three. Yeah, first dude, to 21. Playing like a pickup game of 21 in the Olympics right now. That's nuts. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Like I knew that there was, what do they call it? Like the big three or whatever. I think it's Ice Cube, mm-hmm. isn't it? That has, there's like a professional three on three league. Oh, is there really? Yeah. And I think it's, I think Ice Cube owns it. Oh, and shit. it's it's all the like a lot of retired basketball players, like really? a lot of legit basketball players that just don't play professionally anymore. Yeah, like they just can't cut in the NBA. They just yeah. like aged out at the. Or NBA. they're just like don't have the stamina anymore. But they're just like I can play three mm-hmm. on three. And there's a couple of other things that they added in that one too to make it a little bit more interesting. Like I think there's a four point circle. Like oh, like a circle on the ground. Yeah, like a little bit further back. Like if you hit it sure. from that circle, it's a four-pointer or whatever. Sure. So, yeah. But yeah. In the Olympics, they're playing only one and two-pointers. Like there is no three-pointer. They just like switch oh, really? to be one and two-pointers. Yeah. Well, I guess that would make sense because if you got somebody that can really shoot the ball, you're like, check, and then you get the ball back. I wonder if they check it. Or if there's That's like a, a really good question. That does it that seemed stuff. like it. I'll have to check that out. I know, dude. Check I'm it, actually pretty it. pumped on that. I don't, I'm not even a big basketball guy, but like, I was like, oh, that's dope. I'm curious to see who it, who's playing it, too. Like, do you, do you know think you're going to know some people? I don't know. Is it going to be like the people that are playing in those three on three leagues, or is it literally like how the swimmers can enter in mm-hmm. like a bunch of different things? You know, is like LeBron just being like, I'm playing three on three on Tuesday. I'm playing, you and know, then, five and man. Then on Wednesday, I'm on the five man team. <laughs> right, yeah. right, right. For sure. Uh, it didn't, I didn't catch that from the reading that I did, but I would say right. that the photo was indicating that these are going to be separate teams. I would That think, like three on three is not going to be I NBA. Think, I would think that three on three would, yeah, probably be more along the lines of like going back to your roots as Olympics and being like only amateurs right are allowed to play 3 on 3 cuz we let right. you know the big yep. team sports you can have pros play but right. everything else is only amateurs so maybe that's the thing mm-hmm. where they're just like we need basketball teams composed of amateurs because the amateur basketball players are never going to make it in the Olympics right. for basketball or mm-hmm. baseball or, you know, whatever it happens to be. Because I'm sure, like, all right, the skateboarders right. are pros, too. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's so, going to be stacked with pros. 100%. But I suppose, I guess, those guys are pros because they're sponsored, not because they're in a league, which there is skateboarding leagues, I suppose. But you would think mm-hmm. that most of the people that are in the Olympics are pro in some form. You know, how sure. how skateboarders consider themselves to be pro. Like, I'm sponsored. I'm pro. I right. get paid. Yeah, like, this is this. what I do. This is how I make my money. Yeah. But every skateboarder makes their money in a different way. Almost. Not entirely. Right. But, like, Ryan Sheckler was a pro for a while. Yes. He made his money off of fucking MTV doing a reality TV show. Right. And Margera. Not even that good of a skateboarder. Professional skateboarder. Right. Because he was making he, his money off yeah. of MTV. He was more like crazy. Where he was doing yeah. like gnarly gaps and like dropping in on 
stuff most people would be like that's fucking nuts dude and right wasn't like super impressive it was just like i can't believe you tried that shit (laughs) yeah he was he was he's kind of a stuntman i'm not trying to discredit his professional skateboarding career but because he was really good skateboarding for sure he was selling as many his skateboard sales were higher than tony hawks at one point and for sure he's not better than tony (laughs) right 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 Yeah, two different styles of skating, but exactly what you're saying is just like as a skateboarder, as a core skateboarder. Right. I mean, even if you want to put them up against the street skaters, the best of the best street skaters were making far less money than he was. And it's all just because of what he was doing with his life being on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're just making his money in a different way. But that one's almost not even fair because he was like skateboarder was secondary to what he became sure so yep yeah so before we wrap up because we're I, I didn't i was like man are we gonna struggle to cut talk 40 minutes i feel like we could knock another 20 minutes out on on this <laughs> surfing yep bmx freestyles in for the first time which is super cool bmx yeah. racing has been in for a minute already which is cool i like that i, lo- I actually watched that a few times which, but freestyles in now so that's dope yep Sport climbing, which totally threw me off as like, what was going? Three disciplines, speed, bouldering, and lead. I didn't look those up. Please let us know in the comments if you're a climber, what that means. What is speed, bouldering, and lead? But it's three disciplines in one event. So like, I could tell you what speed is. That's where you just like try to climb to the top and you basically have like that bell or a button or whatever. You just rush up to the top. I don't have control over it. Sorry. No. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was just saying that like you're just rushing up to the top, you know, just running up that hill. But bouldering and lead, no fucking clue. Yeah. No, I I have no idea either. So if you know, let us know in the comments because I have no fucking clue. And it's the thing, though. Speed climbing. It's a new thing. But this one was the other one I had to do before we take off. Karate. Karate. Of course, Japan wanted fucking yeah, karate yeah. in the Olympics, dude. Yeah. That's what I'm telling you, dude. They're adding all the shit that they're good at. Yeah, and it's this year only, too. Like, Paris actually approved surfing. Paris is in the almost middle of France, which is where the next Summer Olympics is. Yeah. It's, Paris is almost in the middle of France, and they're just like, yeah, sure, we'll have surfing, whatever. Yeah. Just Fucking go out to the ocean and film it, whatever. Right, right, right. <laughs> but then karate. No, just just in Japan. Let's just keep it in Tokyo. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, yeah, get your gold medal. <laughs> yeah, right. They're just, oh man, that's good. Yeah, I thought that was pretty great. <laughs> There's two events too, so even it's not even just karate. It's kata, k a t a kata. And this is like a demonstration of your skills. That's oh yeah, that's basically the, what that's, I. That's like the, the really technique. yeah, that's the really intense little kids. You ever <laughs> like? <laughs> it's those are the karate kids making it yeah. on TikTok, right? Have now. you yeah? Have you ever seen the little kids that do it? You got like five year old kids that mm-hmm. are just like mm-hmm. ah 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 ah, and they're just yep. <laughs> you're just yep. like fuck. 
That's a five-year-old kid. I don't think I would fuck with. <laughs> I'm not gonna fight that kid. That Just was doing, intense. Doing flips and shit, and they and that's where they have the weapons too. They'll have like the big, oh. the long spear with the blade. I don't, I don't know yep. if the demonstration has like the different weapons, and you get to choose your. Things so they yeah. all have. I actually ones. don't know if that's karate anymore yeah. though, because yeah, I think so, karate's just just hand to hand. Maybe only. that maybe that was like kung fu stuff. But when you're doing your demonstration right. stuff, a lot of that was. But maybe this is just the, maybe this is just the hands where then they're doing like the Akira shit from version. Mm-hmm. You just yeah, <clears throat> you know that shit right. just yeah hitting nope. hitting the marks hard <clears throat> right. <clears throat> But you gotta go to patreon.com slash real to catch the video <laughs> version. This is so good. <laughs> because but, it's like impossible to yeah. describe because this is how we talk. We wanna be those handsy, like noise making kids. Yep. <laughs> and, then, and then of course there is the fighting. It's Kumite. Kumite. There we go. Thank Bro, you. Oh, that's the tournament in Bloodsport. Oh my god, it is. Kumite. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they're gonna have that too, but um, I'll, yeah. I just wanted yeah. to say that that was it. I just wanted to say uh, that I karate's gonna, in. I'm it's gonna, gonna be watch. Sweet. Yeah, I'm gonna watch that, and the whole time the kumite is going on, I'm just gonna be screaming, "Make him say mate, make him say mate." <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I think that's the word. I think that's what he made him say. Right, right. Then right. you got that cross-eyed guy. He made him say Mate. <laughs> I still can't. You guys got to go I watch know. that if you haven't seen it. Cause you got to see Bloodsport. Here's, here's, <laughs> here's one for the, the Patreon people if you're watching. Because he just like looks over at the lady and she says he made him say Mate. And then all of a sudden he goes. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> with that, that's exactly the look that one guy just like looks at him like you really did with that one guy <laughs> that's the look it's so perfect <laughs> I, I die laughing every single time oh. I ever oh. right. <laughs> so good Kumite they made it alright well that's the end of it. That's the that's the end of the podcast. That's the Olympics. That's Olympics 2021. Obviously, we are both looking forward to it. Yes. Because we just learned some stuff about how it's going to be sweet. Follow us, Real AFTV, R-E-E-L-A-F-T-V, on all the social medias, pretty much. We're not on. We, we haven't started up TikTok yet. Anyways, R-E-E-A-L-A-F. Yeah, we, dot we TV, Real TikTok, AFTV. But... We're on the internet. You can find us on our website. What else, Tim? Oh, I was just saying we exist on TikTok. We just don't do anything. So if you Yeah, we just haven't started it. I, I think know. you could it's technically like, find us, but we don't do shit on there. So mm-hmm. we don't do anything yet. There it is. Go find us. Share with your friends and shit. Cause fucking A, man. We want to talk to you. We'd love to hear from you. That's it. Boom. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's so perfect.